0: Hello, all my nieces and nephews, and welcome to Auntie JoJo's Library. All listeners are welcome in my library, but it was specifically created for my seven wonderful nieces and nephews. This episode, I'm going to be reading Rumpelstiltskin. This fairy tale dates back to the 16th century. The most famous version of the Rumpelstiltskin narrative was penned by the Brothers Grimm as published in their book, Children's and Household Tales, which was published in 1812. And it was revised and refashioned in their final 1857 volume. The narrative was so well known across Europe by this point that the Grimms actually collected four versions of the legend, which they combined into the Rumpelstiltskin best known today. I will be reading the narrative from the original 1812 edition of the Brothers Grimm, Children's and Household Tales. There's a lot of history that goes along with this story. Not only has it been written and rewritten and revised many times, it was once thought to be derived from an old children's game. Basically, the translation of Rumble Stiltskin means noisy goblin with a limp. Children playing this game would assume different roles. If you were the goblin with a limp, you would chase after the other children. At any given point, the child assigned as the goblin would scare off others making scary sounds. These scary sounds were often the banging and clattering of pots and pans. get started. Once there was a miller who was poor, but had a beautiful daughter. Now it happened that he had to go speak to the king, and in order to make himself appear more important, he said to him, I have a daughter who can spin straw into gold. The king said to miller, that is an art which pleases me well if your daughter is as clever as you say bring her to-morrow to my palace and i will try and see what she can do and when the girl was brought to him he took her into a room which was quite full of straw gave her a spinning wheel and a reel and said now set to work and if by to-morrow morning early you have not spun this straw into gold during the night you." must die thereupon he himself locked up the room and left her in it alone so there sat the poor miller's daughter and for the life of her she could not tell what to do she had no idea how straw could be spun into gold and she grew more and more miserable until at last she began to weep but at once the door opened and in came a little man and said good evening mistress miller why are you crying so alas answered the girl i have to spin straw into gold and i don't know how to do it what will you give me said the mankin if i do it for you my necklace said the girl the little man took the necklace seated himself in front of the wheel and whirl 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 three turns and the reel was full then he put on another whirl whirl roar roar three times around and the second was full too and so it went on until morning when all straw was spun and the reels were full of gold By daybreak, the king was already there, and when he saw the gold, he was astonished and delighted, and his heart became only more greedy. He had the miller's daughter taken into another room full of straw, which was much, much larger, and he commanded her to spin. that also in one night if she valued her life. The girl knew not how to help herself and was crying When the door again opened, and the little man appeared and said, What will you give me? I spin that straw into gold for you. The ring on my finger, answered the girl. The little man took the ring again and began to turn the wheel, and by morning he had spun all the straw into glittering gold. The king rejoiced beyond measure at the sight, but still he had not enough gold. And he had the miller's daughter taken into a still larger room full of straw and said, You must spend this too in the course of the night, but if you succeed, you shall be my wife. Even if she be a miller's daughter, thought he, I could not find a richer wife in the whole world. When the girl was alone and the mankin came again for a third time and said, what will you give me if i spin the straw for you this time also i have nothing left that i could give answered the girl then promise me if you should become queen your first child "'Who knows whether that will ever happen,' thought the miller's daughter, "'and not knowing how else to help herself in this strait, "'she promised that mankin what he wanted, "'and for that he once more spun straw into gold. "'And when the king came in the morning and found all that he had wished, "'he took her in marriage, and the pretty miller's daughter became queen.' A year after, she had a beautiful child, and she never gave a thought to the mankin. But suddenly, he came into her room and said, Now give me what you promised. The queen was horror-struck and offered the mankin all the riches of the kingdom if he would leave her the child. But the mankin said, No, something that is living is dearer to me than all the treasures in the world. Then the queen began to weep and cry, so that the man can pity her. I will give you three days time, he said, if by that time you find out my name, then you shall keep your child. So the queen thought the whole night of all the names that she had ever heard, and she sent a messenger over the country line to inquire far and wide for any other names that there might be. When the man can Came the next day, she began with Casper, Angelina, Elena, Jackson, Corbin, Olivia, Jace, Auntie Jojo, and said all the names she knew, one after the other. But to everyone, the little man said, that is not my name. On the second day, she had inquiries made in the neighborhood as to the names of the people there, and she repeated to the mankin the most uncommon and curious, perhaps your name is Short Ribs, or Sheepshanks, or legs? but he always answered, that is not my name. On the third day, the messenger came back again and said, I have not been able to find a single new name. But as I came to a high mountain at the end of the forest, where the fox and the hare bid each other overnight, there I saw a little house. And before the house, a fire was burning. And around about the fire, a quite ridiculous little man was jumping. He hopped up on one leg and shouted, "'Today I bake. Tomorrow I brew.' The next day, I'll have the youngest queen child, too. Ha! Glad I am that no one knew that skin is my name. You may think how glad the queen was when she heard the name. And soon afterward, the little man came in and asked, Now, Mistress Queen, what is my name? At first, she said, Is your name Lane? No. Is your name Melissa? No, perhaps it's Stiltskin. The devil told you that, the devil told you that, cried the little man, and in his anger, he plunged his right foot so deep in the earth that his whole leg went in, and then in rage, he pulled his left leg so hard with both hands that he tore himself in two. Thank you so much for joining me in my library. It was a lot of fun to share that fairy tale with you. We only have one more episode left in the month of January, which will be this Thursday. I'll be reading another fairy tale for you. In the month of February, episodes will be released on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Every Tuesday in February, we'll be reading a few chapters from Anne of Green Gables. And on Thursdays, I'll be sharing more fairy tales with you. Don't forget that you can send me your short stories. Email those to me at auntiejojo'slibrary@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm also interested in story suggestions. You can email those to me as well. Since December, my listenership has increased. I have listeners in South Carolina, Hawaii, New Jersey, Virginia, Texas, Washington, and of course North Carolina, where most of us are from. I also have listeners from Canada and Germany. I really appreciate you all supporting me and listening to these stories. As always, I'm looking forward to sharing more stories with you.